Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for October 18th through 22nd. I don't think I have any updates. Ooh. Or corrections or anything like that. Wow. That's Yay. impressive. One thing I do want to give a shout out to is on Instagram, Marcus Coloma World put together a video of all the fans saying happy birthday. And he actually brought her on live that evening. That so he so hopped cute. on Instagram live and thanked everybody. He's like, wow, he released a new song on his birthday. So people have been downloading it and stuff. But then he actually came on and thanked everyone for the video. And I think that he saw her pop on for some reason. My I kept getting kicked off and oh. then had to get back on. So I, I missed a little bit. Yeah. But the video, I think, was like 15 minutes long. So awesome job, fans. That was amazing. And she did a great job of splicing it together. And for him to take time out of his birthday to come on and not only thank the fans for putting it together, but also he brought her on live and you can totally tell she was not expecting it because I think she was walking around somewhere. <laughs> um, it was dark. She had a hood, like my impression was it looked like it might've been raining. So like she had like her hood up and like it was dark Aww. and walking around. So I just think that it is amazing that he took that time to not just say thank you on Instagram, like in a message or, right. you know, I mean, he really took time out of his night Aww. to do that. So our people love us. That is so awesome. I, and I, I just love the little community whenever it, I mean, it's a family. Yes. You know, but that's my lovey dovey moment. Aww. 
Brooklyn gave herself gold stars. I know. That was so, so we good. need to really get you back to giving gold stars. <laughs> Maybe Brooklyn can do it every week and so can I. We'll see How do you feel? Up. Do you feel that Brooklyn deserved her gold star this no. week? Why? No, she didn't deserve it because that was wrong. She set him up. If he would have done it without being set up, then yes, she should have used it. But mm, we talked about this last week. She's a jerk. That wasn't nice. I don't know how I feel about Michael approving of it. Michael was shady this week. Thank you for finally giving him a good storyline, though. Yes. Not saying that the... I mean, come on. Wiley's paternity dragged out forever. Right. That was a good storyline. It just yeah, took too but long. Exactly. But to show that he is a true Quartermain, mm-hmm. which is exactly what he did. And Willow's like, wait, I don't know this side of you. Yeah. Exactly. I felt bad for her. I felt horrible for her, especially when he had to mansplain what politics donations were. Mm-hmm. Seriously, why are we dumbing her down? No, and I felt like she was ahead of the game by saying, we're not going to go after Nina. Yep. Make Nina go after us, and then she'll already look like the bad guy. Yep. It made total sense. Yep. And I like the fact that she said, because grandparents have rights in New York. Yep. So... She was trying to do the right thing, but still be sneaky. It's not like she didn't have an ulterior motive to what she was saying to do. And that made sense. And She was prepared to be on the defense. Exactly. Not not going on the offense. Yep. And then she comes home and, nope, he just blew the whole thing up. I wondered at first, whenever they kept saying that that guy was from Pennsylvania, I was like, why do they have someone from Pennsylvania if they're in New York? And then once they started. Oh, you didn't pick up on I didn't. I didn't. I was like confused for a minute. I forgot that Nina was in Pennsylvania when all this stuff went down. And so I'm like, why Pennsylvania? But I got it. That's why. That's why. Makes sense. Good job, Michael, being shady. Kind of, sort of, maybe. Kind (laughs) of. He was straight up shady. He was trying to. He wasn't. If Willow had not walked in on that conversation, he would not have told her. No. Hmm. I I can just about guarantee that one. Yeah. He would not have told her. Uh-uh. And she even went to Carly for guidance. And Carly's like, listen, my son is all the things that you think he is. However, yep. good for her for being honest about her her son is. That's what I thought. I was proud of her for not sugarcoating it and not talking it up. Like, just this is how it is. It is what it is. That's what Carly was saying. <laughs> By the way, everyone, I forgot to mention this last, was it last week or the week yes, before? last week. Amanda shows up to my house wearing a shirt that says it is what it is. After how many times she has said, did somebody buy that for you? No, I bought it for myself, (laughs) but I purposely wore it uh, because I was going to see the kid's dad. If we were exchanging children. Okay. Because so, I told you, he says it all the time and it annoys oh, the heck out of me. Okay. Like, that's the end of his conversation. No matter what you're discussing or arguing about, when he's done talking, he says, it is what it is. And it's like, you're not allowed to have any other feelings, comments, concerns. Mm. So. Not a fan. Nope. That's why I hate that saying. But. Gotcha. It's kind of funny to have a shirt that says it before he can even say it. Yep. So. You should just get him a button. <laughs> you just the push. recordable button yes and then when he's done talking you just pull out the button and say it before he does there you go it is what it is we got those from my manager i think i told you this yes we got some from my manager that has like all of her things that she says frequently it's fun yes so basically that's what carly said this week yes. michael is what he is i really liked monica talking to austin mm-hmm. about listen, I have just learned how to survive in this family. Like, it's not easy. And that she really was talking to him and not 
trying to tell him what to do or tell him what to right. do best for the family. She said, is this making you happy? Is this what you really wanted? Uh-huh. Okay, then. Or, and when Brooklyn goes to rescind her complaint, Britt's going to be like, what the heck? Yeah. And she's going to have Austin's back no matter what going forward because she will have then seen that he was totally being manipulated and set up. And that's just right. not cool. Well, it'll be Terry that has to review it. I know. Because Brit's going to be out of town. Brit's in Greek, so. Oh, don't you think that that should have been a discussion that she and Terry had together? Or have they seriously split the duties? Like, here's the stuff that you will handle. Here's the stuff that you will handle. And then maybe we meet. That's how I took it. That they'd meet in the middle just to, like, run down things. Yeah. When Terry said, there's a couple things I want to discuss with you. And Britt was like, yeah, I don't have time. I'm leaving. So tell me what you need to tell me now. I was glad that she did share. She's like, I'm not going on vacation. I'm going to save my mother. Yes. When Terry answered the phone, did you think that's who that was going to be? That reaction seemed a little over the top. Yes. Exactly. Okay. No, but seriously, <laughs> Jeff Weber. I mean, I'm excited. Are we bringing him back? I don't know. Is he going to be recast? Uh, probably. But I would. I'm excited for whatever possibility it is. Just when Terry answered that phone and was like, "What? No!" I was like, "Who was talking? Yeah. About what? What storyline have I missed? I don't know. And I mean, I don't know about you, but well, I guess he's still connected to the hospital. So never mind. I'm like, do you know who the chief of staff is for our local hospital? No. Okay. But he probably any of them? Yeah. No, I have no idea. But maybe he's kept tabs on it because it is the hospital that mm-hmm. loses that and he knows that Terry's her high, high school friend? Childhood friend. Childhood friend, yeah. It's very interesting. Maybe we'll have to take a break if he comes back. Oh, geez. No, didn't we already do? We did the Webbers. We did the Webbers. I don't think we did Jeff, though, in particular. No. We are going to finish the 80s of Alan, hopefully. <laughs> Let's put it this way. We're going to finish recording 80s Alan today. That's all that we can promise <laughs> you. It is so long. It's crazy. Yes. But I did love when Britt called Scott an ambulance chaser. Yes. And he was just like, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to argue that. No. where I am. No. I like Sonny's reaction whenever Britt was explaining why they had to go find Obrecht and he was like, wait, Scott and Obrecht are an item? What right, are you talking right. about? I love the little like humor that's getting put in there. Like, yes. wait, how long was I gone? <laughs> but seriously, Scott's computer was hacked? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why do you click on the pop-up, God? Because I'm cheap. (laughs) Is basically what he said. That is. That is what he said. Don't click on the pop-ups, guys. Spinelli calling out on his fetishes. That was so funny. You have to look at what? How much? And Spinelli's like, I'm not going to say anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really liked all those interactions this week, though. They felt... Yes. Real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know where to go next from that. I guess we could just go over to Greece. Liesl helping Drew after he was shot. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sorry. I was mad on Monday night because yes. I watched it Monday. And I'm like, we are not killing Valentine. Oh, oh, oh. And then when they went back to the cafe or bar or whatever with Anna and Robert and she's like, I should have stayed with him. Did you get the impression that maybe he passed? I mean, obviously he didn't. I didn't think that. But the way that, but do you think that that's the impression we were supposed to get based on the way that she said that? Maybe, but I think I already just assumed that they weren't going to kill him. But I was shocked that they had Drew fall off the I know. bridge again. Or not again, but fall off the bridge. I really How didn't many see times any is, of that coming. Well, no. Or going to meet Peter. And I did not see Peter turning all the guards on him. Mm-mm. On Victor. After Victor. Ooh, Victor was, he was a Cassidy. <laughs> he, he was. He I was, was starting to wonder. I'm like, is he all wishy-washy now? Oh, no. He ordered the execution. It's almost like in Star Wars. Oh, no. <laughs> 
when all of the Jedis were spread out over all the different planets, and then Palpatine execute order 66. I'm just going to take a nap while you do this part, because I don't know what you're talking about. Hold on. It was the order that had all the clone troopers turn bad and start executing the Jedis. Ooh. It's the same thing, because when Victor... Victor? Um... Hmm. He's not a Jedi, but he's not a Palpatine. Peter's like Palpatine. Okay. I'll trust you on this one. Oh, my. But there's not really like an in-between there. And there's Shannon's nerd moment for the week. Please tell me. I mean, I just thought this out right now. It's not in my notes. You can look at it. I don't even have my notes open right now. Well, that's the scary part. Is you can't think of this ahead of time. No, sometimes I do. Anyway, yes, I was not seeing that Peter was going to have turned all the guards against <laughs> Victor. Six, six. <laughs> but I did think that Valentine was smart to chase after Victor whenever Victor was like, okay, I'm out of here. Yeah. Because he knows there's some more shady stuff going on somewhere. Yes. But I did not see that shootout happening. And whenever Drew got in the car with Peter, I was like, oh, like, I did not see that. It's I, interesting. Yes. Thank you for writing something that we couldn't have guessed was going to happen, or at least I didn't <laughs> guess it's going to happen. I did not see Drew. Because then how do they half condition him to where, although I guess he was just following orders then. Right. So it was no act like. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, so Drew's, Drew's the clone trooper. Okay. We can do a whole separate episode on how GH is like Star Wars. <laughs> yes! Oh my gosh. You'll have I'm to have be someone so else excited. fill in for me because I won't be any help, but sure. <laughs> I don't understand why Peter took Obrecht because I thought that was Victor's person. That's why Peter took Obrecht. But you just seems, answered your own question. No, that seems like a lot of work. Take a whole extra person along. But now he'll be able to manipulate Victor because he loves her. See, I think I would have left her there tied up to make it look like Victor Victor is still the bad guy because he's the one that kidnapped Obrex. Yeah, but Obrex's alive. She would have been like, no, it was Peter or it was Drew. I did like when Anna was like, I'm sh not shooting to kill. And Robert's like, I, I am. am. I'm going to kill And so him. many people were like, how old is Robert going to be and still do this? I'm like, he's doing this for Maxie. Yes. If it was not Maxie, he would not be doing this. Right. I did like that Victor kind of called him out on that. Yes. Like, yes. You have no authority here. You're not even part of the WSB. Yep. Go back to but Charles. then he comes back. He's like, yeah, so Anna's not helping you either. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, but then when Jason and Britt finally get to Greece and he's like, so wait, there's no body again. <laughs> Is he referring to his own death right. or the first death of Drew? Right. I like how they're joking around about that. The only thing I didn't understand was when Sam went in Peter or Drew's cell and was like, see, there's still Drew in there. He remembers Scout's name. Well, I would hope he'd remember his kid's name, whether he's evil or brainwashed not. or not. Yeah. Although when Drew first came back, he didn't. That's so there true. is that. Okay. Never mind. I just answered my own question. There you go. This can be the one where they answer their own questions. <laughs> okay. I do have a correction, but I was waiting or not a correction, but I have a storyline side comment. Okay. Scout is now four and will be five in February. Okay. She's been sore-assed. Are they now unsore-assing her? I don't know. And Because Ella is seven mm -hmm. and they just showed Ella. Right. What are we doing here? I don't know. I could understand if they, we don't want her to be recast. No. But I can understand if they had recast her back as a younger girl and had that be who Drew was fantasizing, like not fantasizing, but who he was picturing. Right. Speaking to him. But it was seven-year-old Ella who had been mm -hmm. the sore-ass recast. So now... I don't 
we're going back to because she should be. She is from original birth date. She is four, should be five in February. Right. But they aged her. So mm-hmm. what are we doing, people? I don't know. I wish they'd think of everyone whenever they try to plan that out because like them aging up Donna, but then they didn't age up Avery, which again, I'm not complaining about because I love the girls that play Avery. But these don't all make sense. Right. And like, I think it was Carly this week said, oh, Avery's so excited that you brought him over to Willow. And I'm like, really? They've like played together? Because the age difference there was too much too for Wiley. Yeah, but they're probably just excited to be playing with a baby. But Wiley's not really a baby anymore. Oh, he's three. He shouldn't be three. Mm. Just wish they'd stick to the ages more. How old should Wiley be? Hold on. Three could be right. That storyline took forever. 2018. Oh, yeah. So he's fine. Okay. I lied. He was born on screen July 30th, 19... <laughs> no. No? <laughs> 2018. Wow. Oh, have you seen those memes where the person gets carded and the person's Stop. like, I didn't have to look past the one nine. Stop. Ugh. Stop. Anyway. So, yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> what? Why are we... Why? Why are we unsoracing? I'm sorry. Ella cannot pass for five, in my opinion. No, mm -mm, no. not even just like height and facial features, but she's such a good actress. She can do more than what a five-year-old would do. Yeah. There's no way to tone that down now that we've seen it. I'm actually pulling up her. She's so cute. She is. I don't know. So that was my little sideline comment. Sorry, I can't help you with that. Yes. I don't know what they're doing. Are we done in Greece? I think so. I mean, not really anything happened besides that. Back to Sonny. Uh-huh. When he asked, don't the guards call anymore? <laughs> Sonny was full of good one-liners this week. He was. Oh, I liked that him and uh, Nina both had the idea of buying Charlie's for Phyllis. And I like that he turned her down when he was like, I am not taking your money because that is going to have strings attached. Exactly. And I don't need your money. I'm Sonny. Like, come on. I appreciate the fact that she did offer and was like, hey, let's at least both split the difference. Like, let's not fight over it. Yeah, but Sonny doesn't need your help, Nina. Just go away. Good for Ava for saying highest bid wins. Right. I'm going to go back to let's have Sonny by the bar so that his daughter can manage it because she has been. And maybe he can actually be involved in Christina's life. What? Crazy. That's Because we love their interaction. Remember the only one that cried when she saw him? Yeah. Okay. But I, I think, think Joss cried, didn't she? No. Or if she did, it wasn't anywhere close to how emotional Christina yes, was. Right. Christina made everybody cry. Yes, exactly. She even made you cry, didn't she? I teared up. Okay. Yes, I did. You almost broke her. You almost broke her. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Christina will work for Phyllis. Oh, yeah. Easy. And then Sunny will come to visit Phyllis and then just happen to see her because she's there. Yep. There you go. Yep, yep, yep. Hold it. Okay. So wait, if Sunny is buying it for Phyllis, is he buying it for her to be the manager and firing his daughter then? No. She'll be the owner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, again, I mean, just- that better be the way it's going. That's the way it is in my little head. Yes. And Sunny talking to Spencer and letting him know he was not bailing him out because he broke the code Yep, and pretty much gave him tips on how to be a bad guy in the future and not get caught. Yes. Like, maybe we just don't be a bad guy. I know. That's not going to happen. I like that Joss and Cam still went. Yes. They were trying to tell him to write, be good. Kevin and Laura agreed to bail Spencer out. However, the condition he has to get a job, I thought he was going to say, and it's for you, not Esme. That's what I was thinking. Because when Esme was like, oh, sure, that's fine. Yeah. Sure, I'll move back in. You guys catered me with all kinds of yumminess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope that they get to that. Like, maybe they just didn't continue the conversation enough. Or, yeah, I was going to say, or they wait for Laura to come back and really... Oh, she's gonna put the yeah fear of God in Esme and 
like really lay down the rules and well Esme should be able to get her own place because she just got that job at the exactly she has proof let her get a first paycheck first two paychecks okay so she can prove that she can well so maybe that's what kevin will say you can doesn't she have a trust fund that she can have access to though i thought she's mentioned that before she has to get approval uh yes she said about not being yes not being able to bail him out yes 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 with the trustees yes i'm sorry i don't no, there, Max. Max, I jinxed her. And she's still oh, talking. She's sorry. still talking. You owe me a soda. <laughs> I think I have ginger ale. Oh gosh, good my thing I brought my doctor pepper. <laughs> good thing I brought my doctor pepper. Um. Anyway, sorry, I don't know the language for when you have a trust fund right off the top of my head because I don't have one of those. But yes, the trustee would not sign off on money for bailing Spencer out when he heard what the charges were. Right. That was a little crazy. And his public defender being like, oh, this is easy. Yes. They got nothing on you. And he's like, yeah, that's not my file. <laughs> that is way too little. Pull out the big book. Yep. I didn't like the new courtroom. I was just going to say, I'm like, why did we spend money on that? I don't know. Again, old courtroom. Bring back Lulu. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Having a pool open at the end of July instead of next summer could have brought back. Not saying we want Lulu could back have done or anything. anything. Like the extra restaurants that they've opened, that makes sense. Let's give them someplace new to hang out. But what is the room dress code for the for I, Charles Grill? I don't know. Because I'm sorry, Maxi. Nope. No. Yeah, that was a that was a Charlie's or a Kelly's outfit. Not not the girl. And not saying that you shouldn't be allowed to, but everybody else in the it's it's a dress up place. Yeah. The melting pot used to be no jeans when they first opened you had to be i do remember that yeah thank god they changed it i know all i have is jeans but yeah it used to be that and then they were like never mind you can wear whatever you want like, we are located here. in downtown pittsburgh right <laughs> where all the tourists are walking around maybe we should allow jeans mm, now i want melting pot <laughs> well we have to do that anyway but i like her friendship with austin Yes. And the fact that she did tell him how she felt and he was like, so you're basically going to tell me what to do. And she was like, no, not really. I'm going to tell you what my opinion is. And then she said the same thing to Brooklyn. Yes. I am trying to just give a realistic view here, not take sides. Yes. Well, you finally got what you wanted with Olivia. Yeah. Thoughts? I just, I don't like the way that they're playing her. I just don't. And obviously I can't speak on the autism diagnosis side, but just in general, I feel like if someone says they're maybe something quote unquote wrong with your kid, you go and get it checked out and then you take the information and go from there. But there's a lot of kids, there's a lot of people who do not get diagnosed with any type of neurological or mental health difference because of the stupid stigma that surrounds it. So therefore she's hearing, in my opinion, yeah, I think she's hearing that and because she keeps saying a problem a problem a problem and not one person has said he has a problem it's he just might need different resources right and i wish that someone would i wish that ned would just say i have never said there's anything wrong with leo that there's a problem with leo exactly leo just might have a few different needs let's talk about you know right what i have discovered i do wish that we had more of the conversation between the two of them Mm -hmm. and ned talking about it i did i thought that him being not so happy with brooklyn over right i mean he totally had other thoughts 
Because, like, that's not appropriate. Mm -hmm. You know, you're yelling at Austin for, quote, manipulating the situation using Leo. You basically just did the same thing, Mm -hmm. just in a different way. Exactly. I don't know. I feel like I understand that it makes a better storyline to have Olivia not wanting to accept it. But I don't feel like that is a true relationship between her and Ned. Because although Ned is the stepdad, he has always been a good dad for Leo. Mm -hmm. So it's unrealistic that he would be pushing to diagnose him with, again, a quote unquote quote problem and for olivia to think that right you know what i mean it would for be her like, to be hearing for her to be perceiving what he's him. saying as it being a problem when he's just repeatedly exactly. saying no he just might need some different tools right and it was one thing when it was against what austin was saying but now that her husband is saying it i don't understand why she would be so hostile about it yeah especially to the degree of oh i want a divorce now like what well didn't you even say that you have to be separated for so long because he brought it up he's like wow it's been almost a year since we've been separated and then that's when she it's actually a fact almost 80 percent of parents of special needs children get divorced yes because of the stress Mm -hmm. kind of jump in the gun yeah but and their issues were not over the stress of parenting parenting yeah it was fidelity exactly which has nothing to do with any of the kids I don't know. I hope she just comes around and gets Leo the help that he needs and understands that it's not a problem. It's a difference and that they can help her understand that better. Right. And then she can thank Ned for being concerned and they can. It's the same thing as if he were diabetic and he would just need a different health regimen. Right. You know, that's (sighs) the issue that people make over neurodiversity is just (sighs) that. It is. And the only people that really suffer are the ones not getting what they need. Exactly. Because of stereotypes and judgments. And hmm, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> it is. But the one thing that she did say that I really liked is she's like, I just want Leo to be okay in his world. He can still be okay in his world. Because that was actually my biggest thing that when I started, when my daughter started going to therapy, mm-hmm. I was like, she's great. You're right. She has some dangerous behaviors that are a serious safety concern. Right. And medication has been part of our treatment. Mm -hmm. But the first thing that I said, I said, you will not just write us a script and send us on our way. I do not want my daughter being a zombie. I said, I do not want her being removed. Right. Exactly. And she has it. You. Yes. You know, but and I, I really don't think that the doctor was going to do that. But I do know that there are some instances where they just write a script at it and throw it at them. And it's partnered with therapy. And I told you that was my experience whenever my daughter was diagnosed with bipolar. They, they just like, wanted to write. Oh, they, my gosh, that's right. I forgot yes, about that. They gave me a list and asked me which, which one I wanted. Because you uh, called me and you're like, what do you know about these? And I'm like, are you kidding me that that is what they I forgot about that. Yes. I got a business card with the name of like eight different all from like the lowest dose, smallest medication up to like stuff that she should take your pick have been on and it was which one do you want us to prescribe and i was like wait no i came to you to help me because i'm not the doctor i need you to tell me which one should be prescribed (sighs) so but luckily that's also not okay it's not luckily we kept searching for the right doctors for the right diagnosis that would give the right meds and same thing i said i don't want her zoned out i just want her regulated so that she can experience life not so high or so low right luckily we're usually there so good yes Anyway, off of the reality check, we got to a little prematurely there. Listen, the whole time that we're talking about the storyline, we're going to wind up because we've both been through yes. various. I mean, and I don't really talk about my depression and anxiety that much, but it's true. I've been disrespected by doctors about it. And I'm like, here, I'm going to get real earlier. And this was from 
I can't remember what it was, pretty much dismissed by my doctor when I called and was like, I just did something like really not me. I mean, right. Exactly. You know, I mean, it, I have not done it since. I have not, but I mean, it scared the heck out of me right. that that's where. Right. And I would say, I'm like, I literally cannot stop myself right now. I'm like, I am trying to, but I can't. Mm-hmm. And lots of therapy, a little medication helped me not. Right. And it's okay. So all that I have left is I'm tired of Nina whining at people, which is not a newsflash because everyone <laughs> knows that that's what I complain about every week. This week it was her whining to Curtis again and him basically acting like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Why would people be weird? Have some wine. It'll be all right. And I did not. I don't think that was wine. That. I thought that was scotch. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Maybe it was scotch because he did say you can just leave the bottle. <laughs> So maybe it was not that you can't do that <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, not that you can't do that with wine, but I, mean, I don't know. The way that they were drinking, they're drinking out of rocks glasses, not wine glasses. Oh, okay. Well then, Queen was. Okay. <laughs> no problem, in my opinion, no problem using alcohol to relax a little bit. But Nina's in a whole different ballgame here with what her problems are. Yes. And that's not the solve all for it. And Curtis pretending like you just need to sit here for 10 minutes and the world's going to be better once you walk out into it was completely unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. Who and do we think this? Uh, I didn't write down his name. The Marshall? Guy. Marshall? Sure. Curtis's dad, you think? I was wondering that too. I think so. Shoot, what the heck? I did not write down his name. I didn't either because I was like, oh, I'm totally going to remember that. I wrote down old dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Hold mean, but in a disrespectful way, but it was like the new guy. TJ slipping up and saying that my dad died when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Forgetting about the fact that he he doesn't do that. Mm-mm. That was his story. Thomas raised him. Right. Sean is his biological father. Mm-hmm. He did not know that until recently when Sean went to jail. However... He, that whole conversation. Sean's his dad. Yeah. And that whole conversation was unnatural because if somebody asks me something about <laughs> my parents in a setting, obviously I'm not a doctor, but a setting like that where you're not getting personal, mm-hmm. then I just kind of like, oh, my mom, this, blah, blah, blah. I don't get into it. My response isn't, oh, my dad's dead, but my uncle's really proud of me. Like, come on. Well, and then the response with, but if you ask my uncle, he'll stop everybody on the street and tell yeah. you. And he's like, he sounds like a cool dude. Tell me about him. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That, right. It's, it's not like he said what, what TJ said did not warrant the response of tell me more. Right. If it he would have got sounds diagnosed. Sounds like he's very proud of you. Exactly. If, if the guy would have got diagnosed with something and been scared and TJ said, oh, it's not that big of a deal. My uncle has that. This is how he dealt with it. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Tell but, me more about your uncle. Yeah. But not just like, tell me about your uncle. It sounds creepy. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yeah, I agree. And TJ is just like, oh, yeah, he's a great guy. Okay. I did like how Curtis checked on Nakia. Mm-hmm. When she was talking about how this guy kept asking questions and he's like, do you feel safe? Yes. You know, he's like, okay, is this like a problem? Right. Or is this a, he's just asking a lot of questions. Yeah. I like that that was his first response. Yes. He's a good. Shouldn't have to be. Shouldn't, but he's a good bar owner. Good job. I also feel like she could handle her own though. Heck yeah, I do too. Nobody's messing with her. And if so, she'd have no problem being like, hey, Curtis, get this guy out of here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's. Do you agree, Dad? Is where, That's where what I going? was thinking. Or I was thinking Jordan's dad. We don't know anything about her, do we? See, I would have thought Portia's dad more than Jordan's dad because Portia's the one dating him now. 
But that's why I was thinking Jordan's dad, because your wife, because she's still his wife, right. is in a coma or in a different hospital. Sorry, she's not in a coma anymore, but she's in a different hospital. And here you are going to the Chuck, which we've never talked about. There is another museum, the Chuck. <laughs> I think that's cute. It is cute. And you're out and about on town like right. while my daughter is in a hospital. That could be. So that's kind of... But then when, I don't know, because that's the thing. I don't know. Because he's definitely very interested in PJ. Yeah. So that would make sense if it was Jordan's dad because he's never met his grandson, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Why don't, know. why don't we know anything about Jordan's past? But I'm sorry. Has Curtis ever talked about his love of art before? No. Okay. Just, but now, you know, that's what, how he's going to find out that he's Trina's dad. Yeah. It's because of the shared love of art. Right. Because that definitely means he's shared the same genes. <laughs> So my biological grandfather and I do not know each other very well. He's passed away. I did not grow up knowing him. Like okay. I might have met him maybe a handful of times in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But I'm friends with his widow on Facebook and his other daughters that are my mom's. Like they're from the second wife. I don't know them very well either. But like we're all friends on Facebook and occasionally like they'll share stuff and I'm like, huh. And so I sent them all a message and his widow sent me a huge email of. All these things about him. It's insane how many of like these little details that she shared. I'm like, that's me. That's my son. That's. Oh, that's cute. So I do think to some degree, I mean, musical talent, you know. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I'm just saying that you wouldn't make that jump. Right. Right. It wouldn't be, oh, you like art. So does Trina. You're her dad. Right. Right. But that's where they're going to. Yeah. 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 You bit. <laughs> I think that's really all that I have, though, too. Oh, Ava and Nick getting their rings back on. Yes. I thought that was cute. That was cute. And I like how he made it special. Yes. It wasn't just, well, here you go. Mm-hmm. Her rings are really pretty. They are. Hmm. Yeah, I, I really think that that's it. So what's your re- reality check? I just shared like 90% of my life. <laughs> <laughs> But in the past week, I had the craziest week. It just, so Monday I had two closings. It was, I had a closing at nine. I had a networking meeting at 1030. And then the second closing was at one. This isn't even really a good reality check. I don't know. I wound up getting on the turnpike and went the wrong way. Oh no. And then I never wear nylons. And that day I did because it was cold and I was wearing a skirt. And after I had to stop to get gas because I was going to run out of it because I went the wrong way. The reason I went the wrong way is I went on the way that I go to see my son at school. Okay. So the only time I really get on there is when I'm going that way. Yes. If I'm going the other way, I typically get on in Monroeville. Uh, So when I'm there, I go west. When I get on in Harmer, I go west. When I get on Minerville, I'm going east. Like, that's just my, well, I was in Harmer. Like, I was right next to Harmer. So, it was the closest one. I was like, okay, I have to get back for this closing. This is the straightest shot. Yeah. But so, the first exit on the turnpike was like 10 miles away. Thankfully, there was a gas station right there. Went in to use the restroom real quick as I'm pulling up my nylons. Finger right through them. Runner the whole way down. Fun. Yeah. It's great. But so it was just like one of those days where I'm just like, seriously, I just want to go back to bed. <laughs> but I mean, but it was a, it was a good day, but it was just like all those little things that you're just like, man, if I was having a bad day, this would be really bad. You know, this would yeah. just, that would be like the sprinkles on the cupcake. I always say not the frosting, just the sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's the little things. I, I know you're just crazy. It's not the icing on the cake. It's the sprinkles. I just love your crazy. Thanks. I do too. But yeah, I mean, oh, and I had dinner with a friend of mine. Oh, I know. I went to a tea party on Friday night in another town. 
that had a little tea house and they had a ladies night and I got to go with a friend of mine who I haven't seen. I didn't realize we actually haven't physically seen each other in over a year. Oh my gosh. We talk pretty frequently. Yeah. And she's the one that I always do the dinner on Blanc with. Mm -hmm. And so we got together for the tea party. We had wine tasting and they gave us tea and little sandwiches and desserts. And then they had a boutique there with a little bit of clothing. It was just, it was a nice night. It was a cold, rainy night and took a lot for me to get out of the house because I was like, no, I just want to stay in and snuggle. And I was going to be snuggling by myself because my husband was away. But sometimes that's the best. I know that that was kind of (laughs) where I was like, man, I really just want to stay home because it would just be me. But no. So yeah. What about you? I'm excited about your tea party. I'll take my mom there because she loves tea parties. We oh, used, it's it's really nice. We used yeah. to like plan them. She would make little sandwiches and tea and like. Aww. Mm-hmm. It's very Yeah, cute. they brought out like the tear tray and had the sandwiches on the bottom. And then, and there was like three types of sandwiches. So there was two of each mm-hmm. on the tray. And then the middle layer was all the scones. And then the top layer was the little desserts. That's cute. Um, Besides that, yeah, my week was super boring. I'm trying to pack up the old house still. I have one more week left. And I am not where I should be. So luckily, I have nothing to do tomorrow. From the second Madeline gets on the bus until the second I'm putting her to bed, I will be at the old house getting it all together. Cool. And... Madeline's football team made it to the championship. So they had the playoff game yesterday that now we go on to the championship. It was freezing yesterday to be sitting there watching them, but she was very excited and cute and whatever. And besides that, yeah, I don't know, just kid stuff. Everybody had something to do this week. Like I was all over the place. Yeah. And then the weekend's just as busy. So I'm like on the countdown for November 1st when all the house stuff will be done. Right. So well, good. Yeah. It's kind of boring, but that's what life is right that's now. That's where we are. Exactly. So join us on Thursday as we continue <laughs> Alan Quartermain in the 80s again. We should do a Alan Quartermain trivia night after we get done all this and see how Seriously, much see how attention. Our stats, though, are kicking. So, well, that's awesome. I'm glad you guys enjoy listening to him, but or listening about him. But oh, my goodness. Right. I'm still not to the part I started in the 90s and I'm still not to where I like him yet. And I don't know why. <sighs> <sighs> So we should, we're going to do a good chunk of the 80s. There you go. We're going to do 85 and after. We don't know where we're going to stop though. (laughs) Okay. So we will. Like a game of roulette. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Yep. So join us on Thursday as we talk about Alan. Have a good week. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.